I have things to say, but mostly the things I have to say are fuck off, Biltachica. Yeah, Op- Opa Biltorchica style, everyone. Welcome no! to Wildcool Robot. More like Biltorchica style. The world's number one and only show where we mercilessly del- dunk on Biltorchica Irma for the entire runtime of the podcast. I hate her guts so much. <laughs> she has the, the most rotten, rancid, Dark Souls-ass vibes. I was, I mean, when you guys were really, like, mad about her last episode, I was like, I, mean, I don't remember Beltarchica being that bad, like, but okay, go off, I guess. And then this episode happens, and I'm like, wow, I just never paid attention to anything she said. It's yeah. it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all, all of a sudden, you listen to the words coming out of her mouth and her actions, and you realize, oh, she just kind of sucks, doesn't she? Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> it's okay. We, we meet another new mysterious person in these batch of episodes that I absolutely adore and love and will protect with my life. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think I think y'all will understand why I maybe don't remember that much of Beltorchica with everything else that we're gonna talk about. Yeah. So let's you know, yeah. Um should we introduce ourselves? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Max. I use he him pronouns. Um Sarah, I use she they pronouns. Um, and I'm Colin, I use they them pronouns. And the first episode uh, it, oh, 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 oh. Aren't you going to introduce our guest, Max? Who the fuck is our guest? We don't no, don't don't be like don't make don't make them angry. Just like be be friendly and introduce them. <laughs> um well, you're going to have to throw him something here. I feel do like you, I'm, I feel like I'm being put on the spot a little bit here, Colin. Do you not know who our guest is? Um Guys, this was a really big get. Like don't be like this. Uh uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I didn't think it possible. Himself? Orb obtained. It's so nice to meet you. Hello, Haro. Welcome to the studio. I'm so happy to have you on the show. You look great as usual. You you look you have a wonderful shade of green today, my friend. Extra circle. Okay, that's all. That's all the clips. That Extra I have. round. I was, I was like, okay, because like I, I forgot if I had like taken headache medicine earlier today. So I was genuinely like, what, what did I forget? Oh no, beans! I'm letting the podcast down. <laughs> I can't wait to use this when Haro actually fucking shows back up in the show. Oh, I miss man. Haro. I guess oh, he's in yeah. space with Bright right now, so we'll probably yeah. see him yeah. soon. Uh, but yeah, uh, I have horror sounds on my soundboard now, so uh, uh, I apologize for the stress. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I mean, the only soundboard I have is a button that just says nut when you push it. And <laughs> That's, That's all you need. Side. It's on the other side of my room right now. I'm not going to get up to get it, so I'll spare you all from that this week. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear it later. Yeah. What's the first episode we did this week? Uh, episode 16, Through the Hears of Darkness. Ooh, so we got a little bit of Dark Souls fog wall going up in here, don't we? Yeah. Mm. I want to say um just to get it out of the way yet again in the in the dub I have a different intro. Yeah, I noticed that for like all of these like before I had to switch over to the Japanese I was like this ain't right. It sounds exactly like Carlos Whisper for like the first 10 seconds. Mm. Like well, exactly. doesn't doesn't the second Zeta opening sound like Carlos Whisper a lot? Maybe you're getting that early. Maybe I'm just getting the new one now. Because I know I've heard the second opening before, and I my first thought was, this is just Careless Whisper. I think you just might be getting it early, because I know okay, yeah. on episode, like, 26 or 25, I think, is when it changes over for us. So, like, in a couple weeks, we're going to get that, because I can tell, like, the little, like, thumbnail of it, it's all, like, Zeta Gundam's face. 
and then it turns mm-hmm, to something mm-hmm, else that mm-hmm. I can't really like tell what it is. But like I know that's when the opening's gonna change because you know the the visuals. So I mean, it's not a bad song. It's just not the bop of the. <laughs> I just can't wait till we get to Double Zeta so I can listen to Anime Janai for the rest of my life. It's God, what a banger! Uh... <laughs> but yeah, just just wanted to get that out of the way. So what I've been doing is I've been listening to the Japanese audio for the intro and then switching over to the English mm. for like actually consuming the media in the way that it's easiest for me. That's pro strats right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm optimizing Adva- my experience. Advanced um, consumption. But yeah, so it's all misty and everyone's flying around the mist. Mm-hmm. Is kind of how we open. Yeah, Baron yeah. is like super mad. He's like, okay, well, we're the Federation. We don't want the Titans to take down A. You can like take credit for this. We're going to have to like get the, the new Guinea new type lab ready for battle because that's probably where they're going to head. He does not like these Titans and I don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he's mad because they're going to steal his valor. Mm hmm. Um, <laughs> you can't you can't kill steel. Yeah, you need to be honorable. You can't you you can't finish the fight someone else started. That's like the yeah. first rule of Call of Duty. Um, oh man, uh, they do they send like a uh they they put together like a a a coded message to send to the Japanese new type lab uh in uh, Morisame mm-hmm. uh so that they can like get some support to take care of this because it seems like the the Titans aren't going to help them out. Uh, and they mm-hmm. specifically talk about how like they they they're going to use the new type lab like secret code instead of the Titan secret code. So like yeah. we're, we're getting we're getting some factional politics here, my yeah. boys. <laughs> it is also very funny when t- to send this message. They just like yeet a big post a wee or a wee postal tube off the yeah. ship. Like they fly you- low and just kind of chuck it down there. Yeah, and you see like the soldiers on foot like hauling ass running across the field to try and grab it. Yeah. Well, it, it makes sense because of like Manovsky particles, uh, like, you know, like wireless communication kind of really mm. sucks. So like they'd have to give that message to like people to like send it over like a telegram wire or something. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You, you had to get like Morse code up in here, don't we? I mean, yeah. it's just very fun. I like to see a good yeeting. <laughs> I lo- love, to, love to yeet. Yeah. And then we kind of. Yeah. <sighs> I'm already fucking sick of her. Uh, uh, I will say I have no idea where Hickory is at this point because I guess it's on the West Coast, it's, but like it's I in Southern yeah. California. Oh, okay, all right. It's where they're going to Los Angeles. Okay, it's all America to me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, um, Amaro is fucking <clears throat> stuck in the lift with Viltachica, um, and they they they're doing talking. <laughs> they're doing um, talking. Yeah. They're they're doing talking and and uh, <laughs> Felter Chico is like, I hate war, but I know when fighting is like necessary. Can you say the same? You need to wake up, blah blah blah. She says it's double O eighty seven. Wake up a Amaroka. Yeah. Wink 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 wink. Um She's really horny. Then she says a kissaroo from me to you. Yeah. She just plants one right on there. Just a big old smonch. You know, so, okay, so I think that when someone kisses you, it's a bit weird to, to, to kind of pull away and say, I don't need your pity. Look, <laughs> a bit of a weird <laughs> Amaro's, thing to say. Sarah, we know that Amro's brain is just scrambled eggs at this point. Yeah. Sure fuck it is, buddy. Like, I wouldn't want to be kissed with a girl who had bad, weird vibes. Uh, it yeah. also seems like she's definitely come at him with the vibes of like, I'm going to kiss you to make you feel happy because then when you're happy, you'll go and you'll kill people for me, which is. Yeah, uh, that's what she says. Yeah. It's like, damn, girl, 
like she basically straight up tells him that she's trying to manipulate him yeah she, yeah like I, I think more like close to what the exact line she says is like you know we need to like rouse up men to like fight better in battle <laughs> it's just like and th- thankfully mercifully Quattrobagina comes in on this scene to like break the tension <laughs> well and, like not mercifully for him because Quadra gets to like walk in in this corridor scene of like Amaro and Biltorchik are just like making out of it. Okay, but like Quadra is such a Chad that he doesn't even care. He's just like, oh yeah, um, uh, uh, high tones to see you. Bye. Yeah. He just he just doesn't mind it. Well, it's it, yeah. It's, it's probably more awkward walking in on Quadra working out than it is on two crew members kissing in the hallway. Yeah, because yeah. like that's horny. You know that's yeah. Horny. Oh, that is like so sensual. Like, remember how, like, horny the Argama was, just period? Like, uh, yep, Quattro's yep. desensitized to this. <laughs> exactly, yeah. He, he, like, all the white noise horniness is just, like, totally enveloped him. <laughs> the white... Yeah, he, he he walks through the world just clad in an aura of horniness and, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it probably increases the horniness of the corridor scene when he walks in. Um, but no, I've I've, like, just some little extra notes about this, is yeah. that her vibe is... It really seems like she doesn't see him as a person, but more of like a project. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to take this broken man and I'm going to fix him because that's a healthy way to approach someone. Well, like, and like, we'll get more into this later, but it's, it's even worse because it's like, it's not just, he's like, oh, this boy's broken and I'm going to make him better. It's this war hero is broken and I need to make him a war hero again. That's why I need to fix him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, and, and credit where credit is due. She's written in a very compelling way where like, you totally get what she's doing and you're like, oh, this sucks. But like, it sucks in a way that makes the show so much more interesting for it, you know? The the thing that I don't like, the thing that's kind of like grating it about it for me is she's like, the fact that she literally says what she's doing and why she's doing it to Amaro, mm-hmm. in addition to doing that thing to Amaro, it just, it seems kind of like, I don't think that we're supposed to uh, think that what she's doing is bad is the fucked up part yeah because like they're yeah like this archetype will show up in future gundams in a way where it like you are supposed to like treat that person as villainous and it it is really interesting that way and this Mm -hmm. like the way that belter cheek is like acting and the way they're using her for the plot it just seems kind of like well this is flat and kind of like i don't like this this seems Mm -hmm. like just a continuation of like the correcting Camille kind of thing, but in a different fucked up way. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of actually, it feels very like eighties femininity. Like, yeah, like it's, this is their, like, lo- I feel like Lala and Shar is sort of a different situation. There is similar, but different. And I feel like this is their sort of like first attempt at making this archetype. If, you know, since you said that it's going to appear later on, but, um, I guess counterpoint to all that, Colin, my brain is peas. And if I don't see something happen and also being told what it is, I won't know what's going on. <laughs> well, that's that's true. Uh, Gu- Gundam is not a very subtle show. It, it If it wants you to know something, it will explicitly tell you that thing. And that's what it's doing right now. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but also speaking of like subtleties in some of the subtext, t- subtext here. Remember last episode when we whenever we established that Beltachica was Shar in disguise? <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> just is. So we just- 
<laughs> just just something to keep in mind. Please tag us in the back of your mind, listeners. Yeah, I think you'll the... find that I'll be proven right in time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's she, the reason that Beltrachica kisses Amaro seemingly out of nowhere is that Char simply can't control himself seeing the love of his life right in front exactly. of him. Exactly, he's been holding this in for eight years. Yeah. Um. After he sort of after Quattro like gets her to go find Hayato, um, we get I. God, I love the dynamic of Quattro and Amaro alone together. It is it is so good to me. It is like the most delightful slice of beef Wellington. It is like great. we go from the worst possible situation in which is being stuck in a lift with Beltachica to the best possible situation which is being stuck in a lift with Quattro. Yeah. It's just like they're basically talking. He's like, okay, like I gotta go to space, boyfriend. Um <laughs> you need a it's suit a- though. Quattro, he's, yeah. Amaro is like, oh, hey, Quattro, can I get a, can I get a mobile suit? <laughs> Quattro's like, no. Yeah, yeah, can I get a uh, Rick DS? Yeah, it's like, you can't have the Gundam because Camille's, like, finally, like, really getting a feel for it. You can't have the Rick Dias because that's, that's like, our uh, our, our last remaining Rick Dias, mm-hmm. uh, Ayug's only sole uh, mobile suit. And then you can't have the Hyaku Shiki because it's gold and it's mine. <laughs> you, your mind, your brain isn't powerful enough to handle the minion, handle the minion vibes of it. I mean, it's not. It's not. Look at him. There are two people <laughs> who can, there are two people in the world who can handle the Hyakushiki, Quattro and me. <laughs> um, and then Quattro is like, like whatever, fuck the suit thing. Anyway, you should go to space, but I yeah. can tell you don't want to because you don't want to see the soup again. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want that soup course. You're too afraid. He's afraid of the soup. Of the soup. <laughs> He's like, last time he had soup, it was a little too hot, and he burned his tongue. And now he just like is so afraid of soup from now on. He burned his tongue when he was eating the soup, and he was like, ah, la 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 la. <laughs> 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 was, You're right, Max. I was drinking water when you said that. <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh. good. That hits so good, Sarah, don't it? Um, but oh, yeah, he specifically you. says, "Oh, I'm terrified by the sensation of weightlessness, bitch." Remember, like last episode when you were like, "Oh, I really gotta get into space. I hate being on Earth. I'm trapped here." It fucking it's a thing. Oh, no, you know, you know, you know what it is. You want to go. It was. It's like you want to do a thing so badly, and you're convinced yourself that it's like you're gonna have so much fun, and you actually do it. You like go to the concert. You're like, "I've made a huge mistake." Yeah. Well, I think I think this is like a recurring thing that we're seeing with both Amaro and Quattro. Is they're they're both afraid of agency. Mm-hmm. And they'll mm. do whatever they can to not have that. You know, Quattro, Quattro won't take a, a bigger command and a bigger leadership role in Ayug because he wants he wants to have someone to tell him what to do. You know, even if he mm-hmm. clearly didn't want to come to Earth, he still wants someone to tell him where to go. And yeah. similarly with Amaro, like Amaro doesn't want to get back in that in that that situation of being in space. Um uh, th- there might be a video essay that you can watch at some point soon that might go more into detail about this, about like uh, the about Amaro kind of losing his corporeality. Uh, I, I don't know. I just you know I feel like that might be in the air soon, maybe by a yeah. very intelligent person. Maybe with a link in the description. Yeah, um, yeah. but it yeah, definitely possible to say. Yeah, it feels like Amaro wants to like even though he he wanted to get away from the Earth Federation and has like the will to fight for people again it still feels like he he does not want to have his limiters taken off he still wants to be like contained and controlled in a space that he's familiar with so that he doesn't have like go so he doesn't go to go to space and like feel the soup and get lost in the sauce Mm -hmm. (laughs) get lost i mean like that makes the reasons that uh 
Beltorchica is like, oh, I'm real. I just want to like make you into a proper hero again. And he's like, oh, fuck yeah. Someone finally <laughs> will tell me what to do and just kind of make you <laughs> yeah. do things. Yeah. <laughs> is the boys kind of become dependent on Earth's gravity? Um, <laughs> we gotta we gotta fix that ASAP. Yeah. Hey, but then, hey, but then, hey, hey but then, hey. I, I, my my biggest fucking Pogachar moment ever <laughs> because Quattro Bajina removes his sunglasses. <laughs> He, this is many are saying this is an important scene. I'm <laughs> sweating. Uh, man, <laughs> just the, the feeling awful. of like dropping of pretense in this scene is so nice. Like you oh, so like good. for this this entire show, I don't feel like we've really felt like uh, unless we're in a cockpit with Quattro, Quattro. Like this is the first time I've really felt like we're just here with Quattro and he's hanging out with Amaro in this elevator and like there's no like illusion about who he is right now. This is who he is right now and it's great. Mm. <laughs> it's, it is. He's the real one. Yeah, it's <sighs> I love it. I love it. This is th- ah! Good I'm TV just show. like I'm sitting here watching as a quadro Vegeta removes own sunglasses and I start fucking chewing at the sofa cushions and tearing the room <laughs> apart because holy fuck! You're like clutching a hole in your thigh. <laughs> could could you have imagined that Quattro would be cooler without the sunglasses? I know. <laughs> it's in it's it's, it's, it's unprecedented. <laughs> Like, okay, if there ever comes a moment in this show where, like, I don't know, say, Quattro Bajino were to, like, remove his sunglasses and, like, actively throw him up, throw them away, I would have to leave the country. <laughs> I would, I would, I would have to just walk into the sea and sit at the bottom of it for a while because I wouldn't be able to cope. You'll, be, you'll become soup. I would become the soup. <laughs> anyway, I want, uh, um... Yeah? So we get a big wet Gundam. Big wet Gundam. It's, 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 okay, but it's just dripping. Yeah. What does Quattro say when he takes his sunglasses off? Oh, ah, ah, yes. He takes his sunglasses off to be like, hey, Amaro, remember how we both had this kind of weird romantic relationship with, with this one girl and you killed her? Ha, ha, ha. ha oh, ha. yeah. Wasn't, oh, wasn't, that, wasn't that fucked flashback. up, buddy? Yeah. This is the first time that we've seen like sh- like Quattro actually admit to something like to basically admitting to being Shar. Like this mm-hmm. is the first time it's happened, and it's to like relive this trauma with Amaro of this like woman that they both cared about and lost. Yeah, I, it's... like I, I was genuinely whenever like Amaro uh, kind of appeared on the scene and starts interacting with Quattro. I, I like I was wondering if the fact that Amaro killed Lala was like gonna come up. Um, good to see it is. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine this will be explored more, and I cannot wait. I mean, me personally, I was just thinking about how um, the first ever girl he was, like, sort of romantically involved with, that whole thing ended with him, like, killing her by accident, and I was looking at Beltachica and rubbing my greedy little hands together, thinking, oh, do it again. I just thought it'd be good. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that's gonna... <laughs> Time will tell. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Big Wet Gundam. Yeah. Camille and cats are like working on it. Camille's like chewing him out. It's like, dude, Gundam can't swim. Don't do this, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give it give it floaties, please. Give it some water yeah. wings. Please, I need to I need to stick all these rice inside the Gundam to dry it up or whatever you <laughs> do with No wait, that's how you keep salt dry. Yeah. Um, no, you know, you're right. You're right. Gundam is in a comically large bowl of rice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they need to go to uh to 
fucking Hong where, Kong. where are they going? Helsinki or whatever yeah. to get more yes, Helsinki, rice. Finland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and oh, oh yeah, they actually do. They do. They do grow a lot of rice in Southern California, I think. So uh, yeah, they're yeah, heading to Hickory out. to get a, a couple of big bags of rice to pour into Gundam. <laughs> That's what the vents in the titties are for. So that like mm-hmm. once the, it's the insides are finished, you can just like open the vents and all the rice pours out. Yeah. Gundam doubles as a rice cooker. That's, that's the only thing that separates the Mark II from the original Gundam. It just can cook rice now. Can the original Gundam cook rice? Thought not. Um, I didn't really write a whole lot down, like, what happened in this, like, whole sort of scene. But basically, it, like, basically, Quattro is like, I'm responsible. Cats, go to space. Yeah, sort of like, everyone's, the plan is everyone's going to go into space except for Hayato, who's going to like stay behind and guard the fort or whatever. He's too thick to escape Earth's gravity. <laughs> <laughs> that ass. They don't have enough propulsion. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing in a subtle one there. Um, my next note is uh, all caps Amaro steals a Gundam, but actually he doesn't, and I'm very disappointed later on. Yeah, we just see him climb yeah. into the the Rick the Rick Dias, don't we? I got excited. I thought that Amaru had finally realized that he was in Zeta Gundam and that to get a Gundam in Zeta Gundam, you gotta steal it. But <laughs> mm-hmm. he will never learn. Oh no, no, of course he'll never learn. He's a dingus. Yeah. Um, but then the kind of the next scene is they're arriving at Helsinki. Yeah. Hickory. Um, it's oh, yeah, very... we find out that Yeah, we find out that Carabas uh um uh, Italian grill communicates solely through pigeons, which is yeah. great. <laughs> which is interesting to me because, like, this, you know, okay, the, the divergent sort of like path that Gundam took from our world is that carrier pigeons didn't go extinct in World War One. Uh, so here's the thing: homing pigeons still exist. The the, oh, wait, the, wait, the Colin, species wait, of wait, stop. Yeah. Welcome to the Colin Fact Zone. Colin Fact Zone. Okay, so the, uh, the species of pigeon known as the carrier pigeon is in fact uh, extinct. You are correct about that. But mm-hmm. you can still train other species of pigeon to be homing pigeons. They're oh. not as good as it. But I actually, um, I had to rescue one once uh, because <gasps> they are too stupid Damn. to feed themselves. I remember uh, this. Me too, yeah. buddy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we, um, do I, you think I, this is a metaphor for Amaro? Oh, it could be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay um at my old job a customer found a pigeon in the parking lot underneath his car and he thought he had accidentally like hit it with his car um because it was just kind of like flopping around on the ground it wasn't really doing anything so like he helped me like get it into a, a box and then i put it i put it in like a secure location so that like animals or people wouldn't get to it while we waited for animal control to come and then animal control said oh this is like nothing's broken in its wings or anything. It's totally fine. It's just literally been flying until it, it was too tired to fly because it's too stupid to know how to how to like hunt for food or eat or anything like that. So like she took it back to like animal control and said she was going to like she was going to get it healthy over a couple of days and then release it. And then it just it would fly wherever it's supposed to go at that point. <laughs> this is definitely so, yeah. a metaphor for Amaru, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you, you know, uh, when... <laughs> That's all for now. From the Colin Fact Zone. Okay. <laughs> Remember that time where Amro just didn't, was, like, too tired to eat and then got taken in by Rambaral of uh, uh, Special Boy uh, uh, Services? <laughs> I know. But yeah, Literally. so much. Um, God. So, the... 
the cool thing that I want to talk about the the Hickory landing scene is yep. that like to find the runway, the people at Hickory have to go out and light a bunch of barrels on fire. They, they just like <laughs> do it with garbage fire. It's great. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, and you get like this really cool image of like a big bright spot in the fog that they're kind of aiming for, mm-hmm. and as they're kind of like coming in, you see a, a couple more spots light up. It's just it's such a cool like material thing to put in the show. It's just <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's fun. Punk as fuck. Yeah. yeah. In the inside the Outhumla before they like get in their suits, um, like at this point, Amuro and Bell Torch are just like kiss in front of everyone, and like Cats makes surprise Pikachu face when he sees it happen the first time. Yeah, yeah. it's Kat's just, just it's like just a cute what the touch. fuck, like you yeah. girl kiss, eh, icky cat. Yeah. But then he's like, I'm gonna ride with Amuro instead of Quattro because I want to yeah. tell Amuro he's a good boy for kissing and doing war. <laughs> it's it's like he. They're getting in the suits, like, you know, Camille's in the Mark II, Quattro's in the Hyakushiki, Amuro gets in a Rick Diaz, um, and, like, Katz is gonna go with Camille at first, and then he sees Amuro getting in, and he's like, oh, fuck that, I'm gonna go with him. <gasps> hey! What? What, when, when, uh, we don't really know when Katz's birth year was, but what if he was Katz 2019? No, okay, alright, I think we're, okay, I think we're onto something a little bit here, Sarah, I'm gonna have to tuck this in the back of my mind for a little while I'll just let it stew and marinate pretty good uh, but yeah he cuts <laughs> <Pretty> is <laughs> being yeah. confronted by heterosexuality yeah um but then asks to ride down to the ground in uh amaro's rick diaz that he's yeah. driving yeah like he he would have gone with camille at first but then once he sees amaro actually getting in the robot he's like no i want to yeah. be like good old days yeah and it, it's also it's kind of sweet because like when when they do like get into into the cockpit together, like, you know, uh, Katz is like, hey, listen, like I can see you're really like perking up and like you're you're really here for it. And I I just really wanted to like be able to talk to you about this so that I can I can like, you know, tell my dad how you're doing, which is actually kind of really a sweet button to all this. If I do have to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah I am genuinely like endeared at how like encouraging and nice Katz is to Amuro while they're like while he's riding sidecar yeah yeah uh guess what it's inner tube time well, be- <laughs> before this oh, happens <laughs> um we get a really funny line um because like they're they're descending at this point and like Hayato is like sort of radioing them like seeing them off oh yeah I have this yeah. as well yeah and and Quattro's like yeah don't worry I'll I'll act like a good father figure to the boy <laughs> It's like, no, you won't. <laughs> you're not good at that, I don't think. You've already got one fucked up teen. Now you're going to fuck up yeah. a whole another teen. <laughs> He's younger. His br- his brain is even softer than Camille's. <laughs> I, l- I mean, I do appreciate how, like, um, Quattro and, and um, Amaro have, have swapped children. <laughs> Child swap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And but once they swap back again, like Katz is gonna be all like, oh, Amaral, but like Quattro always lets me hold the gun cool. And <laughs> it's gonna be a disaster. I'm excited to see the consequences of these. It's already a disaster, isn't it? <laughs> um but yeah, the um mobile suits they launch out of the Odumlin to go down to the ground, immediately get attacked by the the tangerine and etc. Are the annoying orange, our friend that we all love, all three of us that we all love, and you know the uh, the annoying orange, very annoying, very ugly, very very bad vibes. And Amuro senses them before anybody else does, and yeah. kind of like pulls I mean, off in the crowd. Like vibes, it's like vibes. Yeah, 
it's just like I love when he does this. Katz is like, "What are you doing?" And Amro's like, "Shut, shut up! Just don't say anything. Let me, let yeah. me do this, please." Listen, you wanted me, but we wanted me to be the war boy. This is what the war boy does. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so mad that he's like, "Oh, I sense enemies. I'm gonna go off and like fight them by myself and like not tell Quattro and Camille or anything because I'm an arrogant piece of shit." And it was at this point in the episode that I decided that fucking he deserves Beltachka. Yeah, it's like n- not like we're on a very, very tight time frame or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, Ugh, bastard. Uh, man. But you know, it does it does end up helping because even though they they land and think that Amuro got lost, like Amuro devils back and like actually ends up protecting the uh, the Garuda from being shot down by like a ton yeah. of enemy mo- mobile suits. <laughs> I'm so mad that like this actually turned out to work out. I know. I was, I was like, oh great! I hope he fucking beefs it. He didn't beef it. Heartbreaking. Worst man you know makes a good point. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, um, back at I'd the. I'd like to see oh. when Amaro is like flying around, uh, that Katz is just kind of, again, being yeeted around the cockpit. Yeah, he's just <laughs> rattling around, isn't he? Yeah. Like Secure the, that team. Like the last cashew in a tin. <laughs> um, but yeah, they get down to the ground and like, uh, Everyone, they're packing up the Hyakushiki because, like, they want that minion up in space ASAP. Yeah, yeah like, Quattro really wants to go out into battle and fight alongside his boyfriend, but everyone's like, nah, like, if uh, we have explicit orders, if I we can only get one of you to space, it's you. You gotta go back up there. Mm-hmm. You gotta. Um, Camille, like, everyone's like, where the fuck is Amaro? And so Camille goes off in Mark II to, like, find where the fuck everyone else is. Yep, and uh, you know, uh, I guess it's it's following up with the fact that I guess Gundam Mark II is supposed to be the speedy one. Um, yeah, did y'all yeah. love to see Belter Chica's sh- uh, plane get shot up? It was good. It was good <laughs> to see. I did honestly. She did kind of make a good point whenever like Amro's there, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing, Amro? You're supposed to be on the grind. Land already, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> Again, worst person you know makes a good point. She can't yeah. always be toxic, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. And then, huh? I said Bell Toxica. Bell Toxica. Okay. Yes, Colin. Sorry. I was about to say that's a good Pokemon name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, and then Amaro continues to be the worst person you know <laughs> because he's like, "Hey, cats, this is the gun that I used to fight with." Uh, the with 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 Commander Shar from Xeon. I'm going to give it to you now. You know what to do, homie. <laughs> hey kid, you want a gun? Oh man, McGruff the crime dog is sh- rolling in his grave. It does. Uh, it makes more sense as to why like fucking Amro had a pistol on him to begin with. If it's mm-hmm. his yeah. boy- if it's his ex boyfriend's pistol, but it is. It's you know, man. Uh, Amro just gave this child a pistol and was like, you know what to do. Listen, <laughs> go off he- King used to, you know, always keep this, like, phallic object on him, but now he's got Beltorchica and and he can relinquish that to a child. Now he is the phallic object, he's being a real dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Katz uh, gets out of uh, the Rick Diaz uh, to join up with Quattro, immediately points the gun at mm. him. I'm not really quite sure why, I think he just does this because he wants to feel cool. Well, it's it's like the the thing that I took from it is like Amaro knows Quattro wants to stay here and fight. We all know Quattro only feels comfortable 
when he's fighting and they have to get him up into space uh, yeah. at any cost. So he's like, fucking cats, take this gun and tell Quattro to get on the fucking ship and leave. <laughs> yeah, he says when he does this, when cats hold the gun, Amro says, I'm sure you have a million things to do in space, Lieutenant Quattro. <laughs> Like, go, go do them. Yeah, he it's does. Like he does. Um. So like, yeah, basically, like Cass is holding Quattro there, so he doesn't go out and fight. Meanwhile, like Amro and Camille are like locked in combat with Baron right now. Um. Unfortunately, Bell Torchica is saved and is able to dock with the Outhoom. Like you hate to see it. And like, as much as I hate it, Amro is like getting his battle senses back. Like like yeah. he's like fighting better as he's like piloting more. It's like he's doing fighting good. He's the also other thing he's doing good is that he's like actually giving Camille some like genuinely quite solid advice, which like you know previously whenever Camille was uh with the Argama and fighting like Quattro just kind of like put him on right there and let him do whatever the fuck he wanted with like no mm-hmm. real advice. And it's like it is quite nice to see like someone give him some like concrete directions for once. Yeah, like it definitely feels like everyone, because everyone always constantly compares Camille to Amaro, and everyone's like, oh, Camille's our new type. He's how we're going to win this war. It definitely feels like everyone's just trying to recreate what happened to Amaro, which is just throwing Camille out there with no support to, to like have right. him just get really souped up. And it, yeah. it is really nice to see Amaro having gone through that saying, like, no. I am going to give this person real advice yeah, break and I'm going cycle. to train them and help them so they, they can survive. And it's good yeah. to see. <laughs> and like, there, there's a really, there's a cool moment where Amaro is like, down there, there's some mobile suits. And Camila's like, where? I can't see them. And he's like, bitch, are you looking with your eyes? Just fire. <laughs> yeah. Are you a new type or not? Yeah. Do the thing. Uh, he's fucking, you know, uh, he's Obi-Wan voice, you know, you don't need your eyes to see. Like, close the blast shield. Feel it. Reach yeah. out with your psychic new type powers that we I know you have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, um, together, um, Camille and Amaro can take out the tangerine. Yeah, like, Baran, like, he gets knocked off of the, um, the Dolan or whatever it's called. And... Like Baran like lands on Camille in the Mark II, and he's like ready to stab him. And like Amro swoops in, cuts his arm off, and then just like stabs Baran. So unfortunately, Jared was not able to complete his evolution chain. He was killed <laughs> in stage one evolution. Hmm. Oh, oh! Before we forget, uh, there mm. like right before this, there's a scene where they're about to where the yeah! shuttle's like taking off, mm, and yeah. uh, Quattro says the most Quattro line ever <laughs> of like you know. I'm scared. I'd much rather be moving around. That's not scary. Which is just like such such a Quattro Bagina ass. Like, of course yeah. you're scared to just yeah. be like stuck somewhere and not doing something. Like you'd rather I, be out yeah. there. I mean, also the same. That's why I don't like watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> Go fucking take Quattro to the cinema. Absolutely insufferable. Oh, God. The man will not stop rustling. <laughs> He also can't get the 3D glasses on over his sunglasses. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. The other thing that I really like about this scene is that it's just like seeing him like admit to being afraid. Um, like, cause he's like just chatting with cats. Oh, also, he does say to cats, hey, you know, you can't shoot me with the safety on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, but he's like, hey, yeah, like, look at me. I'm afraid. It's okay to be afraid. I'm not, I like yeah. that. It's, yeah. oh man. Uh, it does feel like he, 
because we know cats isn't the special boy as much as much as cats wants to be the amaro he wants to he's be the special, special to me he yeah. is yeah but like you know quattro is like acting completely different around him than he does around camille like he is he is showing his vulnerability to like help cats be okay with that so cats can be a supporting character instead of the gundam pilot i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> it's just good it's yeah. good and like the shuttle is able to launch and everything Bill Torchica, like, is, like, she knows that Amaro has now, like, woken up to battle, I guess, which is, like, very cool. He's woke now. Fucking happy for you, yeah. I guess. He's uh, woke now. Yeah. I, I the, the exact thing she says is Amaro Ray has awoken from his long sleep. I wish Bill Torchica was normal in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, also, the final thing is, like, that they got, like, a little note from Kai. Mm-hmm. The, the, the end. They we we we'll never know what to little bit. We'll never know what it says. It's just directions to Hong Kong. It's it's a map quest printout. It just says west. Here's how you go to Hong Kong. <laughs> go go left a while and you'll hit yeah. it. <laughs> um. Let's see. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, Camille like wonders how Fa is doing. So do I. Yeah. yeah. My final like thoughts on this are like oh. I can't wait to see Camille Bidan punch Amuro Rai in the face. Oh my god, excited. it would be so good. I just, I need to see it. I need to see it. Oh, Please man. show me. Uh, also, we get the very, the very, uh, the ceramic costumes voice. I'd like to believe he's a new type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What's episode happens? 17 called? You want to hit it? Hit the thing? <laughs> episode 17, Hong Kong shitty. Ah! <laughs> Which is what I call Ocean Shitty Maryland. Yeah. Because as everyone knows, that place fucking sucks. The feds are mad. They're going to avenge Baran's death. Um, because, I, yeah, they're just really sad that they don't have a, a Nashimar anymore. They miss the annoying orange, and so do yeah. I. Pour one out for a real one. The, I'm, pouring out, he, I'm pouring out my orange juice. Yeah. Here's the one thing I'm confused about. Uh, Rosamia has just disappeared at this point. I don't know where she went. I, I swear to God that she is dead. No, she's not. You see, we see her like eject out of the Gundam. No, 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 no. no. Okay, okay, okay. Not to go back to like three episodes ago, but we did see that. Then there was a big explosion. Then there was like a line of dialogue about how like a great energy has been released into the world, which you kind of assumed was like a bit of a Lala situation, which then meant she was dead. (laughs) I think she's dead. I think she's having tummy troubles and she's in the bathroom for these battles. I think she's soup. (laughs) <laughs> well we'll have to find out i mean i don't care about rosamie anymore because i have a new cool girl to fawn over now we'll get um, to that yeah we'll get to that so yeah. they, they like um, amaro so at this point quattro's gone it's really sad but like it's just caraba now um, i know i miss him amaro wants to crush the new guinea lab so like people will like know about AU and like know AU is here and they mean business and everything it's like you know we gotta, thankfully they don't listen sending to him. a message yeah, yeah no one should listen to him ever um uh Belter Chica shows up to talk to Camille and Camille is, is literally Sarah telling her to go away. <laughs> like literally I've gotten Camille off me. Cause he's like, can I help you? <laughs> no Bell one likes Torchica. her. Yeah. Belter Chica is your buddy's girlfriend who he brings to every function and nobody likes her, but you have <sighs> to be around her because yeah. she's, she's in with him. And yeah, and oh. she's just like, you know, like Amaro's the hero of the one year war and he piloted Gundam then. And I really God. think you should give him Gundam I, because he just, should be it, the one that pilots Gundam because he's mm. the Gundam pilot because he's the hero that pilots a Gundam. My blood is boiling. <laughs> How dare this 
<laughs> I'm not going to call an anime character a skank, but <laughs> how dare this blonde skank just show up out of nowhere, acting all presumptuous, telling Camille to get out the robot. That's his robot. He stole that. He owns it now. Squatter's <laughs> rights. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and um, yeah, Camille is just like mm, Peltorchica. You just pity him. No, you no. no you, this is my goddamn. Go away. You do not have to hand it to him. Fuck off, Peltorchica. Like, yeah, this is such a it's such a good scene because you I get like such the strong feeling that like one Camille is just utterly just like tired of people comparing him to Amuro, especially now especially that Amuro knows he fucking yeah. sucks. And now yeah. he's being compared to Amuro, but in a worse way. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the the feeling that, like, Ca- Camille probably understands Amuro better than anybody else now that they've actually, like, spoken to each other and, like, yeah. talked together and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Steamed! Yeah. I'm like, fuck <sighs> I'm like, steamed broccoli over here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Can we talk about the... the, the... Damn. Big, big... Okay, no, we can't damn, yet. We can't yet. Boy. We can't yet. No, no, I'm that. just foreshadowing. Okay, yeah, you're foreshadowing. So the 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 Fed ship, whose name I never wrote down, um, it's another Groot, I think. But they're like, oh yeah, we got to push some like thruster thing that we're carrying because we have a big mobile suit we got to carry, and it's like it looks it looks like this might be this reference might be lost on a lot of people. It looks like a digi egg from season two of Digimon. It um, does. It does. It like it. It's this weird sort of like pseudo egg shape you can like see like the feet and it's like sort of poking up in the front but like it looks just like this weird like machinery block thing that like looks like it could be a mobile suit maybe uh it's yeah. like it's too big to fit inside the thing that they got to tow it and it's heavy yeah. it's like a big giant dorito or maybe like a really big chocolate um okay i mean to me like i, I look at this thing and i'm like yeah that's clearly some kind of like transformable mobile armor mobile suit i was mm-hmm. not ready yeah yeah it's it's like when it when it hits it hits good but like as it is now it's just like okay it's like this will be something cool soon this is a fun blocky shape which yeah. i'm sure will transform into something cool it's zeta um, so we know it will yeah uh, uh, this specific style of thing is usually referred to as a mobile fortress to like both differentiate it from mobile armors and transformable uh, transformable blah, 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 blah. uh and like you know traditional transformable mobile suits uh the the terms that usually get thrown around is like stuff like the tangerine uh-huh. uh are called wave riders right and then you know you have your your mobile armors like the the garam masala and then just the biggest chunkiest ones mm-hmm. are mobile fortresses big boy alert <laughs> big boy alert um but also a small uh, teenage girl alert yeah this is i oh I love her. This this is uh, a four, four Murasame is here, and we love her and we stand her. She four has Murasame JoJo's Bizarre Adventure style lipstick. Yeah, <laughs> she has. You know why? I think I, the reason I like her so much is because her hair is my favorite color. This is very very beautiful turquoise. Yeah, yeah it's like a yeah. really weird kind of like light cool pastel color. Um, it's just, it's so eighties though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, um, I'm just, uh, I'm just thinking, uh, any uh-huh. other characters we know that have had like, uh, like kind of like a, a coral cool pastel hair color and are also cyber new types recently. Um, you know, Colin, nothing's coming to mind. No, I'll let you try. know when okay. I think of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If there are any, they're probably still alive and they're having tummy troubles. So they're in the bathroom, which is why we haven't <laughs> seen them in a while. Sarah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
This is for Murasame, and I love her. She's great. And she, I and, have to say, yeah, she didn't immediately like do oh, it she for didn't? me. Not with like the very in, first line she says. What's the very first line she says? Can I have permission to fuck off and do whatever I want, please? Yeah. Really? <laughs> if you, if, yeah. yeah like, the first thing she does is he walks over to the captain and says, "Hey, listen, uh, if you, I don't take orders. If you won't, if like once I'm deployed, if you won't do me, let me do whatever the fuck I want. I'm going back to Japan." Uh, <laughs> good i don't i don't think we got that in the sub huh oh, damn what a shame oh wow she just um, like because her whole thing is like she hates orders even when like it's someone just saying like don't do this she's like don't tell me what to do she's cool i like her i, I care her <laughs> sorry i've just pulled up the episode to check because i need to know this uh-huh okay so she does say a very similar thing it was okay, just me right, not yeah. paying attention we are we are all <laughs> yeah. um but yeah, no, I mean, I, I like really, really fell for her in the next episode. But this time I was like, oh, cool, cool blue hair girl. Yeah. I mean, we I still all... like her a lot wow, here. Wow, cool hair. hair. Listen, uh, we all love we all love uh, short haircuts uh, on crazy psychic tomboys. It's great. Who doesn't love yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, but now. Karaba... Y'all want to go to Hong Kong? Y'all want to yeah. go to Hong Kong? Hong Kong. Hong Kong always looks so good. Uh, it's cool. It's like they, the reason they're here, they have to go meet with um, Luya Woman, um, who's like, I guess, like a, a, a supplier that can help out Karaba mm. and get like more yeah. supplies and whatnot. Um, so, like, of all people, Amuro and Beltorchka are the ones to like go on this espionage mission here. Ugh, and they look like such fucking tourists. <laughs> uh, Amuro's like, got his aviators tucked into his pocket, he's not even wearing them. <laughs> Beltorchik is wearing the key pal because of course you have to. Amuro's fucking t-shirt sleeves are rolled up one notch. He has a cig he has a box of cigarettes in them, like you do in the 80s, Sarah. We know this. Except well, Amuro is like mm, smoking's bad for you, so I'm just not gonna put it there. No, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a fake box. It's just empty. Um Amuro's got his sleeves rolled up a little bit because that's like the first training stage in AUG before you cut your sleeves <laughs> off. Right, he he hasn't earned it. He hasn't earned the whole thing. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. so now that now that Quattro's gone away and up into space, he's like not embarrassed to do it in front of him. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, um. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Bill Hortrico, like they go around to this place which has like fucking job center vibes to it. Like every, there's like seats and everyone's waiting for something. It's like it's um, like the black market. It's like the black market DMV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is the black market DMV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, hey, guess who's at the black market DMV? I knew that we would see her eventually, but of all places, here is so funny to me. Yeah. I'm smiling so much. I'm I, smiling I serenely. Yeah. Mirai, what are you doing at the black market DMV? With two kids. Oh, yeah. These kids. Uh, yeah. Ha- Hathaway these and Chaney. kids. <laughs> They're so cute. You know, as far as far as mythical Pokemon go, Chaimin is a really good one. You get a lot of lot of versatility with its different forms, like with Seed Flare and everything like that. That's a cool little hedgehog <laughs> fox thing. Yeah, Bright yeah. fucked twice. We love it. He did. He fucked they exactly twi- twice. Do you know if they're twins back. or if they're like they are not twins? Uh, yeah, okay, cool. the, right, the so, um half so twice. Yeah, good, 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 cool, wonderful. <laughs> and then yeah, the reason she's here. And she's she's like getting tickets to go to space to go to a colony through the black market because like it's she she's like we want to raise our kids in space which yeah. is it comes off very weird because it really makes it seem like we, we want our kids to be new types and it's like that seems like a weird thing to sort of want for your kids in this setting I guess 
I think it's it's important to remember that, like, especially with Mirai, like, Mirai kind of understands what it means to be a new type without being forced to be a soldier, basically. I mean, she yeah. she was, but, like, she was, like, the Helms person. Uh, and I feel like, you know, she's probably a lot closer aligned to, like, Quattro's ideals with everything, that, like, she wants these kids to be able to grow up in peace in space away from like the influence okay. of like the titans and earth and all that kind of stuff i mean because because to me it, it read like not necessarily that i want my kids to be new types but more of a i don't want my kids to be held down by earth's gravity okay all right i get yeah. that i mean look hey she's right because like being as we've as we'll learn in a couple minutes being on earth right now not a good place to be <laughs> yeah yeah it kind of sucks and um, it also, also sucks uh-huh Amaro cutting in line yeah, but also Amuro cutting in line. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Listen, next time I see someone cut in line, I will punch them in the face. Yeah. You should. Um, you deserve it. I'm pretty sure we. this is just a vision of a Yakuza sub-story where you just see Amuro Ray cut in line and you, then you have to beat the crap out of him with uh, with several other Yakuza. Uh, <laughs> this is a fucking font comes up and says, Amuro Ray, one-year war veteran, brackets, pathetic. <laughs> and, yeah, and then like one hit you take down. A- yeah, you take him down with like one bench. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, d- he- I have to admit, I've got you written in very large letters in my notes because I just really wanted to see Amuro get punched in the face. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like he he goes, he's like, I'm here to see Luya Woman, and then immediately these suits just start like just kicking the crap out of him. It's so good. Just oh, mwah, poetic justice. Yeah. yeah, which I mean, yeah, hey, listen, this is the first time I've actually rooted for a character to get punched to the face. In he's not a minor anymore. Gundam. <laughs> he's not a minor anymore, and he totally deserves it. And I would, I love to see it. And I hope it happens more. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. um uh. Oof. They. They. He does get Mariah and everybody to escape. They kind of run out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He also like he does like brawl a bit, and I I just think he kind of like in his subconscious just really needed and wanted this to happen. Um, I just I just think sometimes, he wanted a good beating. Sometimes you just want to get the the crap beaten out of you, and you also want to punch some guys a lot. Yeah, it's, listen, it's, it's simply correction. Call that physical therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As he he's taken to like like a holding cell in the building, I guess. Yeah, Jill Amuro Ray brackets again. <laughs> yeah, out on the streets, people just start screaming because damn boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a large lad approaching. Big boy season. Big boy season. Um, and we see the pilot of the the big black triangle is four, and she's like glowing with sand. She's aura. on one right now. Yeah, she is immediately end of mobile suit Gundam. I'm psychic. Uh, yeah, like beyond like that, lasers coming out of her eyes and shit. Kind yeah, of. She she has like like the red like real shit eyes like this like red aura around her like it, it really does a good job making you think like okay she's like n- like a different kind of messed up new type right now I yeah. think yeah uh, she is souped up uh, <laughs> and she just has like drinking that good gazpacho yeah and you know she's flying into office buildings and shit like she does not get her at all damn. And she's like, yeah. where's the Mark II? Bring, bring the Mark II to me now. I mean, she doesn't like say that, but like, she's like, tell me now the location yeah. of the Mark II. Gundam. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, like back on the ship, her handler is like, uh, should four have a, a mental breakdown? And that's, hmm, 
that's the uh, that sound good. I'm beginning to think that I'm beginning to think that if you're a cyber new type, your brain's not in a good state. Yeah, well, just the, a thought I'm having. Yeah, and then the captain's like immediately like, oh, so these cyber new types aren't even finished yet, and that's just kind of like, mm, I don't like where this is going. Uh, <laughs> Listen, it's her first battle. It's not going to be at all distressing. She's going to have a chill time. This it's isn't even my final form. Um, Camille does go out. Yeah, over on the Ardumla, there's a really funny like interaction between the operator is like, oh, uh, Hayato, sir, there's an unidentified flying object, and Hayato's like, well, identify it then. <laughs> I love him. It was, a fucking, it was a fucking UFO over Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, like, for, you know, sees Mark II and is like, there it is! Yeah. Uh, and starts just fucking shit up. I'm yeah. twice as good as you. It's in my name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> firing big old laser beams out of those those big old laser beam guns. The, the uh, subwoofers. Yeah. <laughs> you ever turn your subwoofer on and you you blast the opponent with Linkin Park? Uh, she 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 plays bass boosted boom boom pow to like annihilate Camille. <laughs> Camille's a little SpongeBob doll floating because the bass is so strong. <laughs> like that video. <laughs> and like all the new types are like what the hap is fucking right now. Cause they can feel this like rancid energy right now. Yeah. The vibes are so bad that it wakes Amaro up in a cell. Like it's, it's, it's not good. <laughs> not yeah. great chief. Um, and yeah, this like blonde woman, uh, comes into Amaro's jail cell. I think later on her name is Stephanie. Stephanie. Yep. Yeah. Stephanie. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, okay, well you, you can't just start talking like to my father, uh, Luo Min. Uh, in public like that, you could deal with me, bitch. Do not, do not say the name of Lua Woman out loud. Yeah, yeah. And then we cut back to just the the fight between Camille and Four in the streets. It's like yeah. a lot. Like, oof, oof. It's cool. I okay. It sucks because like this is a city. People live here, but also it's a it's a new setting for battle where it's like it's getting destroyed around them as they fight. You're like, oh shit! Like the stakes are high. Yeah, it actually kind of surprised me because, like, uh, I sort of expected of a Gundam show that, like, they would show like people in the buildings like getting their shit fucked up. Um, but like all the buildings they that we see falling, it's just the buildings. We don't see any people getting like killed in the city. Yeah, we do occasionally see some like people like dodging out of the way or getting thrown by explosions, but like it's never it's. It's not never any explicit death, but also like the the structural carnage is so great that I don't think we're supposed to we're supposed to assume people are dying right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, probably. There's, there's kind of no doubt here. Um, yeah. And there's like a whole thing where like Camille isn't, you know, Camille isn't fucking going all out because Camille doesn't want to fucking hurt people. But yeah, you know, four is just like four ain't care wrecking shop. Yeah, it's also something that like. And and one of the only other Gundam series I've actually seen, Iron Blooded Orphans. The whole time I'm like, wait, you can't go into cities. You have Ahab reactors. Like, oh no, wait, this is different. Never mind, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've got to remember that this is this is UC Gundam, where all of these Gundams have nuclear reactors inside of them. So if they if that if that reactor gets breached, uh, it's, it's fine. A giant nuclear explosion in the middle of the city. <laughs> it's probably fine. I wouldn't worry too much. Um, um, 
but yeah, we're definitely need, don't need to worry about that with uh, this with this big black chocolate uh, because it's got a beam barrier apparently. Because Camille shoots it with a, a very like well placed beam shot, and it just it, it just it reflects the thing off it and it explodes, and yeah, a bunch of buildings collapse around it. Yeah, it's, its vibes Oops. are too powerful. <laughs> While this is happening, we do get a little short scene. Um, Beltorchka and Mirai make it to the Outahumla, and like we just get a really nice like very short. Um, reunion with Hayato and Mirai. It's like, oh, nice. I hate Amuro so much. Oh, I guess I guess Amuro is like the whole time saying he's like not doing a good job fighting it. He's like backseat fighting. He is. It's like Amuro's not wrong because like, yeah, like if, if Amuro was in this fight, he'd be trying to like draw this thing out of the city to get it away from, from a population center. But also like Amuro's not in the fucking Gundam right now, so he can shut the, the hell up. Shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like him and uh, what's her face, uh, St- Stephanie. Like, yeah. like she's just like, oh my god, who cares about tactics? Tactics, just exactly. run away. It's so good. It's like yeah. what? Like you're a soldier. You have to like look at things from a different point of view. It's like, clam down, bro. <laughs> and Amaru literally says, but I, I can't help it. The battle's taking place right in front of me. I can't help being a pilot. Oh my fucking, fucking god. <laughs> and then, and then, Sarah, damn hit it. boy. Damn boy, he's sick. That's a sick ass boy. Damn. Psycho Gundam. Psycho Gundam. Psycho Gundam stand up and very large. Hey, what if what if you took a Gundam and you made it five times as bigger and you also made it black with yellow and red accents and you put just just- Damn, that's a thick ass boy. Damn. <laughs> so it's a good robot. Yeah. Wait, can I give you my hot take on Psycho Gundam? Yeah. Yes. I think it looks like shit. <laughs> I don't <gasps> like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I oh man. I don't like it's so weird and boxy. It takes the Gundam form that has like these nice curves and bubbles to it and just turns it into a weird box. And I don't care for it very much. But it, the co- it's the like, color scheme is ten out of ten. I'll give what it. What if Gundam was brutalist? God, yeah. that is what this is, isn't it? Like, huh. I, 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 like I, I like its transformed form better. Like I agree with that. Like the, the, like the, the Gundam form itself is a little boxy. But the, like Sarah's right. Like it's supposed to be imposing. You're supposed yeah, it, to it, look it, at it and not say, "Oh, well, they just made Gundam bigger." You're supposed to look at it and go, "Wow, that's big Gundam." Like, <laughs> oh, oh god, oh fuck, oh god, oh fuck. Big boy alert. It's, I mean, listen, one, I have one point, irrefutable point to make here. Uh huh. Large. Large. <laughs> Episode title will probably just be large. <laughs> <laughs> Simply yeah. large. It, it is yeah. like one of the, like, it's probably the scariest, like, robot we've seen since the Zeong, I'd say. Mm, mm, like, mm. like, you look at it, and you're like, that thing, like, creeps me out a little bit. Do you think that like part of why this is in a city is so that we can see the scale of the robot you know compared what? to like the skyscrapers? You're probably yes. right. Um, and just like the the like Mark II Gundam is like high sized. It's so tiny compared to the damn. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Okay, yeah. So so get this. Um, the height of Mark II Gundam, I believe, is 18 meters tall. Let me just double check that. A healthy, okay. respectable height for a robot. A healthy, yeah. respectable 18.5 meters tall. Psycho Gundam is 40 meters tall. More than Ooh. double the height. Oof. 
Mwah. That's like Chef's kiss. That's like bigger than an Ava. Yeah. Like um, you, you know what it is? Yeah. You know what it is? If 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 um if Mark II Gundam is is high grade, um Psycho Gundam is perfect grade right now. <laughs> <laughs> like like Mark II Gundam's one one forty four. Psycho Gundam is like a solid like one sixty right now. Oh. I uh, going back to your Xiong point for a second, like mm-hmm. it does, it is just really like interesting to see that, like, oh, when when Xeon made their like their big, scary, giant new type use unit, it's this crazy thing with like lots of boosters and like uh wire guided hand cannons that can fly around and all of this stuff. And if you when the Federation decided they were going to make a giant like new type use mobile suit, it's just it is the Gundam. It's big. Yeah. It's powerful. It does one thing, and that one thing is shoot lasers out of its tummy, and it's terrifying. Gundam said <laughs> evil now. Hey, I mean, I think the Gundam may have been evil the whole time. Oh well, yeah, because war is bad, but it's blacks you see. But wow, it, cool it, is, it, is, it is a dark, dark color scheme, which means it's it's more eviler. <laughs> uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Uh-huh. We know this. We know this, but yeah, uh, Force is like going sicko mode on this. They send out some like decoy Nemos. To like buzz around and distract it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I don't. So 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 this part, I didn't. I don't understand how to take it. I guess because like the Nemo sort of like flies up and like grazes her and like shoots her near the head. And then like at this point, she starts getting all sweaty and shaky. Like she's like, "There's only they're only dolls. They're only dolls." What was that about? What's the deal? Yeah, I I, I guess it's because she knows that they're like they're not actually out there to fight her. That mm. that's like uh. Uh, they're they're basically sending out these kind of like disposable mobile suits that like uh, it, it might be reflecting on on her and how she interacts with with other pilots and that kind of stuff because like she's she's excited and happy to fight. Like it does seem that she is completely fixated on Camille and the Mark II, and mm. this is just outside of that. And eh. it's like yeah. how how dare you send something against me that's not like a person? Yeah, like okay. yeah. I, like as especially in the next episode, it really like you know um, honor rules not the right word to use because she's it's definitely not because of that, but like specifically like she doesn't want to take any orders. She wants to do what she wants to do, and that's fight Camille in the Gundam. She doesn't want to fight a bunch of Nemos. She doesn't want to be told to go like kidnap somebody or like blow the city up. She's here to fuck with with the Gundam, and that's it. Like she just wants to wreck it, and she doesn't want anything to get between her and that. Yeah, checks out. Okay, so the next scene is also that one has me tearing up the sofa and eating the cushions. <laughs> <laughs> Which is is the next one the the new type thing? Yeah, is where yeah. Camille Biden like attacks her with his big beefy Cam- swole. Camille bike. Biden. Yeah. Camille Biden. Yeah. Uh yeah, he he goes uh blue psychic Nikki time and uh uh hits uh <laughs> <laughs> hits four with a blue with a with a little new type flash, you know, a little Little one of little one of these boys, and uh, she goes blue naked for a second, and then she's like, "Oh no, this is bad!" and fucking gets the hell out of there. Yeah. What if the, we transcended the limitations of our robot bodies and just kind of became naked people again? Guess I'll guess I'll soup. Hey, um, uh, what episode is this? Is this episode? Um, I believe it's episode seventeen, Hong Kong City. Colin, episode, episode seventeen, and we're doing the end of Mobile Suit Gundam stuff. Before even we're at the halfway point. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little uh, worried, I guess, for, for where this series is going to take me. I want to get off Mr. Tomino's Wild Ride. 
<laughs> Strop in, bitch. Ah, take a sip, babes. Drink that soup. Yeah. Take a fucking soup, babes. Take a soup. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, immediately just like, boop, scene's over, fight's over. Yeah. They're like yeah. on their respective ships. We, yeah. we, we don't get the aftermath of Hong Kong's destruction, I guess. Which yeah. I'm kind of grateful for. Um, yeah, the 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 I think one of the next scenes is uh, Mirai is like talking to Beltachika about how like oh actually it's good that I'm separated from Bright and and raising my children down in Earth while my husband gets to go up in space and have loads of fun. Yeah, yeah. she's like Mirai's talking about it's like oh well, like. I want to raise my kids just like their father would want them to be raised. And I guess like, cause she's a war orphan. This is what pisses her off so much about it. She's like, fuck dads, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, honestly in this scene, I just, I have to agree with Mirai if only so I could disagree with Beltachika. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really? But, but then Mirai's also like, you know, Oh, I have a special psychic link with my husband, uh, that I know exactly. We know how, we, how each other feels at all times. So like, He's still he's still raising these kids, even if I'm the one doing it, because he's helping. Because we do we agree at all times. And then like Belter Cheek is like, "You're a new type," and she's like, "I'm not a new type. I'm a wife and a mother." <laughs> Wink. God. <laughs> we finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> Jesus. Ah. Uh... And I think the next scene is like Amaro's like little little father yes. figure moment right here, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. It it is. It is kind of he he's like he basically tells camille he's like okay like you know we need to find a shuttle for you we need to send you back into space because you're gonna i know you're gonna grow to be a valuable a pilot don't yeah. let gravity pull your soul down and then and then camille like turns into full like stoner philosopher mode and he's like bro what if earth's gravity gave me the soul in the first place Amro <laughs> does also say like he starts this out being like, oh god, come here, like, can't wait for you to go back to space because I can't stand watching you fight. And mm, then Camille kind of looks yeah. at him and he's like, haha, jokes. Uh, Troll. Do you, also, do you also get kind of the feeling, because like the conversation starts out with, uh, with you know, uh, Anro being like, oh man, yeah, no, like, I totally believe that you like sensed and felt the, uh, the your enemies, uh, like emotions and stuff. Do you think in the back of Amuro's mind is like, if I don't get this boy into space immediately, he is going to kill his enemy psychic girlfriend and this <laughs> is not going to go well. I do not want this to happen. Yeah. <laughs> he's just on damage control mode. Yeah. Yeah. Next episode. That's episode. I think okay. You know what? I think I'm like starting to come around a little bit on Psycho Gundam, if only because it's just cool and scary. Yeah, I'll it's get just there. So large. I mean, what else do you want aside from you, large? You simply can't disagree with large. Um, I don't know what what could we possibly want besides large. Hmm. I don't. Okay. If Hara was forty meters tall, I would. I would. I would just. That would be it. I would. I would want for nothing. Yeah. I would worship that orb. Idolatry would be allowed. Yeah. <laughs> just the like the two ends of perfection. One is small and round. One is large and just large. <laughs> the spectrum goes from Haro to brutalism. What's that's it. That's it. Mirai captured. She sure is, buddy. So, what happens in this one again? Um, um <laughs> impossible four to say. runs away in a boat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, four, where are you going? <laughs> Out. Out. Um, yeah. 
Oh man, uh, she does say if you don't stop acting, uh, if you don't stop acting selfishly, you won't get your memories back. Yeah, huh? Wonder what that's the deal with new type labs. Huh. Sure. Sure oh it's fine. man, it's like somebody. Oh, it's like somebody got a haircut recently, and maybe a little bit of a dye job, and got their memories taken away, and maybe got their brain fucked around with. Could it could be anything? Who knows? It is impossible, impossible, possible to say. <laughs> Simply impossible. It's fine. It's just soup. It's fine. It's just just soup time. <laughs> Speaking of soup time, it's normal. Um, Amaro takes Mirai some nice soup yeah. on a boat somewhere. Yeah. Oh wait, let's not let's not forget. Uh, Hayato has a very good look this episode with a, a weird popped collar and a loose tie. It's there for yeah. like two seconds, you... but I love it. <laughs> it's. He tried to put on a tie, but because his neck is so thick and wide, it just like will not fit. So it's like really loosely around his neck. Yeah, he looks like, well, it's, he looks it's, like Mr. Incredible in his office job. Yeah, he can't even button the the collar up on the shirt, so it's just kind of like why even try? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's such a powerful look. He looks very good at all times. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And as we mentioned, Mirai like lives on a cruise ship. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Amuro brings her soup, and he's trying to convince her to return to space to see Bright. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 she's kind of like, oh, but if I get a lift with you guys, that's going to be really dangerous. I got to think about my kids. Yeah. Because, like, the, the only place they know of that has a shuttle they can get on is if they steal one from the New Guinea base, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, Mirai does not want to take her children into a war zone, apparently. Who would think? <laughs> wow. Loser. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and the, the 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 kids are like playing uh, around the deck of the ship. They're so fucking cute! Oh my god! I like it. I love that they have the same eyes. It's like it's such a cute touch. Yeah, yeah. They just out here throwing plane. <laughs> yeah, a little plane. Plane go off side of ship, which is very sad, very distressing for the winds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fine because our friend Four has picked up the plane. You can see it. Can we talk about Four's look? Because Four, Jesus, this is the this is okay. This is a look to rival Quattrobagina's look. Is it? Okay, it's sick. Are you kidding? It is. This look looks. It looks like uh, what a second year fashion student would design <laughs> for a project because they're trying to like push the boundaries of fashion, but. They're in second year of fashion school, so it doesn't actually quite work. They've just kind of taken a load of fabric and vaguely adhered it to the shape of the body in a way they think is cool, but is just kind of, in the end, nothing. She looks like a jazzercise instructor. (laughs) (laughs) It's so 80s. I will say it looks, uh, it plays a little bit better in the um, the remake movies uh, because mm. they made those in like 2013. And mm. so there, let me tell you, there is a ridiculous amount of animation budget going into that drapery and making it <laughs> very, very nice looking ways. Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, well, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, four picks the glider up. Um, like while this is happening, the, the Federation is deploying some Marine Hyzax, I guess, to like, do some stealth and like get ready because they also like you know they got to get four back at some point and they got to track her and yeah. whatever, whatever the fuck she's up to yeah you just take the mobile suits and throw them in the sea yeah, yeah and uh they're allowed to get wet Gundam yeah cat, 
And uh, the Titans have like hooked up with some like special in espionage operatives in Hong Kong who are like, mm. they're willing to help them find four because they think that they can use it to get to AU and get AU out of the city mm. so that the Titans don't have to blow up Hong Kong again. <laughs> mm. Noble goals. Pretty noble goals. Yeah. But Camille's like, Camille's just in a car, just driving around. It's <laughs> yeah. Great. yeah. He's in like, it looks like a, like a BMW I set at this tiny little thing. And he's like, like just watching four frolic around. He's like, hell yeah, yeah girl, live your truth. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Dude. oh no, a femme is here. Uh, let me pull Ugh. up. <laughs> Female. <laughs> that's, that, uh, no, he's not that creepy. I'm that's not. Amaro. Yeah. yeah, that's Amaro. God. He, Camille is wholesome here. He's just licking on. He's like. He's just, he's just admiring that she's having fun, you know? Yeah. 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 He's like, I wish I had a cool plan to play with. <laughs> um, and four is like sort of she like goes up to like the the stairs up to the ship and like and gives Shaman the the, the plane back. Yeah. And as this happens, like Amaro and Beltorchka walk by and she, you know, like overhears them talking and she's like, Amaro, is he the one who I just Beltorchka is like, yeah. oh, my friend Amaro Ray, let us return to the Audumla. Yeah. My friend Amaro Ray, <laughs> decorated war hero of the one year warring pilot of the Gundam RX 782. Yeah. And she's like, oh, real shit. <laughs> Would you like to go back to the Garuda that we stole for Carabas so that we can possibly plan more uh, dissidents against the government? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, Camille is here to give them a lift. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Um, Your Uber driver's now here. Yeah. But like, Four walks, like, you know, after overhearing all of this and handing the, the, the plane back and saying cute things to the little girl who we all love, yeah. uh, like, she like runs over to Camille and it's just like, hey, can you give me a lift? And Camille's like, yes, I do not want to be around these other people. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And she fucking, like, they drive past Amro and Beltachka, who I think Amro was like, uh, why did you appear to give me a lift, Camille? I clearly didn't want a lift. Oh my god, just go away. <laughs> so they drive past um, Amro and Beltachka, and she's like, oh, um, do you know those two? And Camille is like, no. And then he says the most shared line, which is like, <laughs> they're... They're like they're more like babysitters for each other. Yeah, um, it's so good. Sarah, do you want to know what the line in Japanese is? Please. I don't know that man and woman who lick each other's wounds. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and then four is like, oh, so you do know them then? And Kabil's like, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> it's so good. I love. God, I just. Zeta is so good with these like one-on-one -on -one character dynamics. These I and cause cause she's like oh, pathetic. And they're just being like the coolest kids in school who just like <laughs> throw shade at the teachers and like are correct to do so because the teachers suck. Yeah. I love them. Mm, I know we it. have previously complained about teens being here, but now we can be excited that teens are here. <laughs> mm -mm. Yeah. Do we um do do we do we know how old four is, Colin? Um, I want to say that she's the same age as Camille. Um, okay, yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I figured. I think they talk about her being a teenager, I think. Okay. All right. Uh, so like, as this happens, we cut over to like the, um, the, the Federation, the Titans, and they're like watching Amuro. They have like, a, just a dude in a car. It's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like he's like literally like, it's so weird. Cause like you see the like, kind of like a weird back shape. And then the minute they drive by this, just whole man sits up. Yeah. <laughs> He pressed square to like lean back in the seat to hide from the cops. Yeah. <laughs> like to watch dogs. Um, and then they're like, okay, 
we can Mirai Yashima and her kids are here. We can capture them and use them as leverage. And then it's always the title card. Mirai gets captured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. There's like a scene in the car of like just Thor and Camille just fucking bonding about having like weird names. And yeah, it's really just, cute. They're yeah, getting like, along. Yeah, because like Camille's like, oh, it's a that's kind of a hard name, and like Four's like, it's the one I was given, and mm-hmm. like you know he introduces himself as Camille, and she's like, oh, that's such a kind name, and they're like having a a good time back and forth about like you know this stuff, and it's just you know it's oh man, uh, it's it is nice, but at the same time, there's this undercurrent of of like. Zeta is about being assigned thing. It's about being assigned names and mm-hmm. occupations and genders and <laughs> themes. <laughs> she, she's AFAB assigned for at birth. Yeah. Mm. Do you think in the um like different dubs of this show that her name gets translated? Because like it's a bit of an eleven one implicitly. So do you think that in like, say, the Brazilian dub, her name is Quatro? Yeah, in um, the Spanish dub, she's also named Quatro. <laughs> That would that would be confusing. Well, no, because Quattro in the Spanish dub is called four. Yeah, um, but it's F O U R R. Oh man, hey Sarah, remember like before we started like watching Zeta, and you were like, oh, so you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna like cosplay Char and Four together, and I was like, excuse you, I'm Quattro. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have originally in my notes instead of writing quattro, I just write the letter four a shorthand for that. And <laughs> no, you, no, not no more, not anymore. Um, so he in I guess in uh, uh, Japanese, like her name is literally foe. Uh, mm-hmm. So like yeah, oh. I, I think no, they she's just soup. keep it as like the sound four over over the mm. course of other shows. But God, but so her she's she's soup would be pronounced fur then, like fur. <laughs> We cracked the code. Um, <laughs> we solved Gundam. Uh, this all happens, and then eventually the Federation like decides to hijack like the broadcast radio in the town or the town in the city, and they're like, "Hey, what's up, Ayug? We know you're here. Um, pretty please surrender the Outhumla, or we're gonna attack Hong Kong. Kill me, or I buy." Yeah, not great. And, yeah, like, four, no one's happy about this. Not even four. Yeah, not even four. Four is like. Mm, I should probably get out of the car now. She she like literally asks Camille if he's a member of AUG and then asks him if he pilots mobile suits and Camille's like, yeah, basically. <laughs> he he's like, I think his direct yeah. his exact line is like by chance or something yeah. like that. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Funny. I think like in the in the dub he says like not by choice. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> he says impossible to say. Bye. Oh man. <laughs> how is everybody how are Camille, Belter Chica, and Amaro so horrible at being spies? <laughs> they're simply like, bad at it remember when Amaro was like under constant surveillance literally had to steal a plane to like get a have any kind of like freedom of movement throughout the planet and now yeah. he's just kind of chilling in Hong Kong in a fucking Lacoste polo neck yeah shouting about how he's a member of Carabas <laughs> just on the deck of a ship <sighs> idiots useless federation so yeah um so yeah um speaking of actually this might be skipping some things hmm. um Hayato gets a call from Beltachika and Beltachika yeah, is, is like Hayato Amaro's done something really stupid again and like gone out to save the hostages by himself 
And the whole time, Hyatt was like, dude, stop you. We're on the public line. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, yeah. man. How are they all so, so terrible? So and bad. So bad. Hayato is the only one. He's like, Hayato is the only like official member of this, too. So he's the one who he's been through training. He's signed the employee handbook. Every, all these jokers are just like here yeah. to ruin things. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Amuro steals a boat and drives out to offer himself up to like let Mariah and the kids go. Yeah, uh, this will go. certainly pan out well, Mr. Ray. Yeah. I mean, it kind of did work. At it the does. Start. For, it pans out well for twenty seconds. Yeah, and then one of the underwater mobile suits grabs the boat as Mariah is driving that, okay, away. That <laughs> shot so is cool. so funny because it's yeah. like she drives away and then she's stopped, and you see it's like floating parallel to the surface of the water, like a foot underneath, and it just like raises a hand and grabs the boat. It's just like, oh, what's up? I'm here now. How's it going? <laughs> and it's like the reveal of like she's trying to drive the boat. She's like, oh, why isn't this boat moving? And then we just pan down to the. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so yeah, it's, they they have four hostages now. Four yeah. is like so mad about this. She like her brain combusts and she gets a migraine. Yeah, yeah. she's having. She's like because there's four hostages, her like intellectual property is being infringed on. <laughs> she's Guido Mista. Um, <laughs> Listen, this happened to me like literally a couple of days ago. Uh, she just needs to she needs to drink some water and lie down. She'll be able to sleep it off. She'll get through the migraine. It'll be okay. It's just going to suck for a bit. I mean, um, she literally does drink water and lie down. So yeah, <laughs> she, got, she got that down. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're, we out, we're out here. We're standing a migraine queen. Uh, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Um, it happens. They, uh, Karaba and Hayato, like basically cook up a plan. Stephanie hates it. She's like, forget the hostages. Don't do anything to my city. Yeah. She's like, who the fuck are these four random people? Who cares about them? Yeah. Uh, Here's the important part. Hayato has the only brain cells in this entire yep. city. So he Go should on. be the one to make the plan. It's a good plan. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The, the plan is just to like fake surrender and like Camille is going to infiltrate underwater to save the day. Um, and so I didn't realize Stephanie appears to be a little bit more important than I thought, because like as she, she, Stephanie like comes around to this plan, she's like, oh, she's really supportive and nice to Camille. And like Camille like senses this like warm kindness from her. It's like, damn, I guess she's like a kind of a character instead of just like here for Hong Kong. I mean, maybe yeah. she is just here for Hong Kong, but she's also like sort of a thing at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but hey, could, uh, how does Camille get onto the Audumla? Uh, he does a sick <laughs> jump in his car off of the road and gets caught by a do- by a Nemo piloting a Dodai. Like they just uh, he just jumps off the fucking road into the water and they just catch him. It's a very super robot moment. It's good. Fucking <laughs> cool. Sick stunts. When I was 17, I was doing this in video games, not real life. Camille has one up on me. Yeah. 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 In several other areas as well, probably, but mainly. No, yeah, well, we're not talking about that. Car. Yeah. Um, In this scene where, like, plans are being made and, like, Camille arrives to, like, get in Mark II and, and do, like, I'm really struck by just how fucking, like, with it Camille is. Like, he is on it. He is, like you know, with the plan, knows what needs to be done, here to do it, here to just, like, take control of, mm-hmm. of like, his role in the thing. Just, 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 he's really competent. It's because he's hanging out with someone who has good vibes for once. Yeah, it's like, you know, of, of all the people that he could be around, like, at least Amaro and Hayato aren't going to hit him. Like, they're going to be supportive, they're going to, they're going to help him, like, learn from his mistakes and, like, get the job done and Camille's yeah. really going to thrive in this environment. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's called growth. Yeah. Um, 
but he, he goes underwater in the Mark II. He's sneaking there. He accidentally bumps a rock. And of course, that alerts all the Hyzaks to it. Yeah, the Metal Gear alert sign plays. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing pops off. Uh, at, like at some point, Hathaway falls out of the boat with like all the water rocking because like you know they're shooting missiles into the water. It's fine. Yeah, this is yeah. a Gundam show, so we got to get some like child endangerment in there. Yeah, Amro jumps off. Amro like kicks a dude, and he's like his, his handcuff behind his back. He's like all tied up, and he yeah. still dump, jumps in the water like a maniac. Hey, you listen. see, you see, mm-hmm. it's Chekhov's pool. Thing, it's exactly <laughs> the first thing we learned about Amro. Got a pool. <laughs> Did it. Full circle. <laughs> Character it. arc complete. Yeah. Character arc complete. No more development needed from now on. Great. <laughs> um, he, he like sw- swims over to Mira, who like has a combat knife on her and cuts him free, and then he dives down to get rescue Hathaway. Uh, uh, knives are a common thing to have on boats for reasons like this. To, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Like, I didn't. I didn't make thing. that connection. I just assumed like Mira is carrying a knife with her. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I also just assumed Mira was carrying a knife. <laughs> no, you know what? It's Chayman's knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah and there's the fighting fighting bam bam boom the fed the federation like drives the boat away like the titans do is it are they titans at this point or are they still federation so the this mm-hmm. is uh these they are titans but they're like they're like specifically they're the new types lab people so okay like, i feel like you can kind of think of it as you have like the federation you have uh-huh. the titans and then you have the new types labs okay and so like the new type labs like frequently will field with the titans but like uh-huh. right now like they're that, that's primarily who we're dealing with okay cool mm-hmm. yeah um, i see yeah and yeah. uh four's handler kind of stops pretending to have seasickness and just like takes the boat over and is like hey listen you know Fucking this this mission failed. We're getting the fuck out of here. We're not playing around anymore. It's like could not be me. <laughs> yeah, like Camille is again being very competent, doing like sick fights. He kills like four of the the blue mobile suits. It's very uh-huh. cool. I like to see it. It's cool. We do get like a really really sick, beautiful animated shot of like Camille like slashing a Hyzak's R off and stabbing it. Like for some reason, like that one specific like like cinematic kill was really well animated yeah 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 Yeah, and then poor forest is like having a normal one on a park bench right now yeah she's she's taking some tylenol it's you know (laughs) she's she she needed that nap she needed a nap um (laughs) but yeah like and it it is is, i just like to see it she like passes out on a park bench like just as like gundam finishes up its fight and like flies over low her uh and she's just like all ruffled in gundam's bruise you know i'd just like to see it think about it really yeah joke um tower fan woke the the gale force winds from a gundam flying overhead to go down <laughs> uh we get a short little thing of like amaro's like really really impressed with camille he says like you know he's not really like me he has even more promise than i did yeah okay but so gundam like mark ii's coming in and amaro's watching mark ii come in and he's like oh oh do you think he can land it and then Mark II like tries to land on a pier, but is too <laughs> like, heavy and like crashes through the, the pier. <laughs> to which Amaro says, "Very impressive, Camille." Yeah, yeah. the bar is <laughs> underground. He he still manages. He manages to not end up in the water, like floating. I guess, but yeah, yeah. he yeah. totally fucks up that pier. But um, we this is back to back the funniest like stuff in the world because like yeah, you know, um. Uh, we have this doc thing and then we have the second funniest moment in Gundam at the end of this episode that we'll get to in a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Belter Chica shows up and is really mad 
because God. she's like yelling at Amuro about like you know ever ever since you came Amuro or she starts like yelling at Mariah because she's like oh ever ever since you came Amuro's forgotten about Ayug and I think there's a big asterisk next to Ayug and if you go down to the bottom of the page it says me Belter Chica yep. <laughs> yeah it, I'm I am duh. once again my blood is boiling I cannot yeah, like, stand this you're girl. always hanging out with your old friends and you never want to hang out with me anymore oh my god but the good thing is everyone's safe you know yeah. everyone's you know uh mariah and uh hiato get to like you know uh hug and say hi and the kids get to be happy and yeah, yeah. and then and, and, so and camille and amro shake hands it's symbolic i guess uh yeah. this and it's the weird everybody hyper fixates on this fucking handshake because really? Amuro goes with one hand to shake his hand uh -huh. and then seemingly out of nowhere switches to a different hand to shake Camille's hand Does and uh, uh, it's people love to just laugh about this shot because it just feels really awkward um, but uh, shout out to our discord somebody pointed out hey it's probably because Belter Chica won't let Amuro let go of this fucking arm that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say it's yeah. like he, he moves his hand away and she like immediately like, snaps it back fucking freak ass. Oh, yeah, I like didn't I'm looking at it now and yeah, it's just Viltachka being shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <sighs> yeah, cuz cuz Mira is like, "Oh, so is Camille like you?" and Amaro's like, "Nope, he's better." Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Can't wait to see that seed sprout. And that's episode. Yeah, yeah it's episode. It's fucking fun ones this week. Yeah. Um, I don't have this. I was going to do some research and, well, I was going to order that book about the history of sunglasses and read it, but <laughs> instead, uh, I, or at least do some more research into that because it's genuinely interesting, but actually you should probably just listen to the podcast episodes I shouted out last week. Um, instead, I made a video essay about... Yeah, um, you did! <laughs> the, the reason that your body and your clothes are literally the same thing and we should think of them like that. Um, and that we can learn all this from watching Mobile Suit Gundam. Um, yeah. And I finished that, and I need to do some more, but it should be finished by the time this episode goes out. Um, so please go look in the description of this podcast, um, which there should be a link to a, link. a YouTube page where I have put up a, a video essay that I've literally been working on for some months. Um, and it's I don't know, like, this is, this explains the way in which I see Gundam, because I'm a costume person, and everything I do in my personal work is about how clothing and objects interact with the body and, like, inform the personality and the self, and mm -hmm. I've written a video essay about it. Yeah, and here's a little clip of that right here. The last mobile suit to be introduced is the Zeong, and this marks Char's transition into a new type. And it shows us that part of this transition is Char letting go of his idea of what a human body should be. But it has no legs. Legs are just for show. The brass doesn't understand things like that. You because mobile suit Gundam, in the end, discards the body I, I love your like Gundam trajectory Sarah where I make a podcast and then because of the podcast you get into watching Gundam and then like in the span of a few months you've built Gundam and you've became Gundam and you're like now like in like the Gundam video essay circuit <laughs> yeah the brand is real it's kind of a good show 
Yeah. Not enough people are saying this, damn it. Yeah. Paul I will has say, never I'm, said this. I'm excited to see, like, uh, like you know, because um, as soon as we get back to space, uh, I, I think it's pretty obvious that Camille's going to get the Zeta Gundam, and I'm excited to see how, so like, excited. what your take is on that, and how, like, how a Gundam that transforms, like, 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 continues to, like, elucidate this kind of, like, thesis that you have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't do the funny transformer noise from the Michael Bay movie. <laughs> God. What if, what if, hey, what are, wait, maybe what if, maybe later, what if there's a Gundam? There's a lot of Gundams. There's a lot of robots that you put together, um, like Devastator from Transformers. And then, like, much like in Michael Bay's uh, Transformers Revenge of the Fall in the second Transformers movie he made, what if there are testicles on it, like two funny wrecking balls bouncing together? And then John Totoro says, I'm underneath the robot's testicles. That'd be cool. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> listen to my video or watch my video essay if you want to know why it's important that Gundam has a beepus. <laughs> The end. It does. I was <laughs> very surprised. I'm glad you tied that to the. <laughs> it's genuinely important that Gundam has a purpose. It's called a cockpit for a reason. Oh man, that's actually that's one of the best things about Turn A Gundam is the cockpit is literally the the beepus. Um, it's very like good. y'all are y'all familiar with Zone of the Enders? Yes. Nope. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Sarah, imagine like a robot, a cool robot, but the cockpit juts out from the pelvis. Cockpit. Um, I am pulling up an image of Jehudi right yeah. now. Yeah. Jehudi? Yeah. You're Jehudi. gonna show me it's Jehudi's? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I put the pussy in the Jehudi. Uh, oh, that's okay. I didn't want that one. Not uh, a file. Yeah, let me... Colin is actively trying to give us a virus on this podcast recording. (laughs) Speaking of Jehudi, I just miss Quattro and his bajinas. He's in space now. (laughs) I want to be in space because Quattro is there. Yeah, listen, up in space, we've got Quattro, Cats, Fa, uh, Haro's there. Haro's in space. What have we got? uh, We have What's-His-Face floating in space. um, Oh, the dead guy? Yeah. No, this is a rather low resolution image. See if my computer can. I do like its pointy feet. Oh yeah, no, they're really cool. This is a Hideo Kojima thing, Sarah. Yeah, this is okay. Work. Yeah, it's like it's really cool because like it it takes place entirely in like um uh like space colonies and stuff around like Mars and Jupiter and shit. So like everything's like super anti gravity and like it's a cool floaty thing. And I yeah, I wish that there was more Zone of the Enders out there, but. You know, here we are. Okay, yeah. So, Sarah, this is a, this is a much better um, this is a much better image of Jehudi. Uh huh. Show me oh. your Jehudis. I am I am trying to post Jehudi right now, so you can sort of see that just kind of just it's just there. Okay, bit of a Red Hot Chili Peppers JoJo situation going yeah. here. Not enough robots have cocks, is what we're saying here. At pot of, <laughs> I, I almost said it pot of greed. <laughs> I'll probably say it on pot of greed too, just to complete the fiction. <laughs> Um, so anyway, that was us. If you're still listening, congratulations and thank you. Um, if you're not, go to hell. You don't deserve us anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, Sarah, where are you on the internet? Oh, yes, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Sarah McCostumes. Um, Instagram, Twitter, I guess YouTube, since I've put an essay up there. Um, I do. That's pretty much it. I also do a Naruto D Watch podcast called Never Believe It, which will unfortunately be ending at the end of October. I've not revealed this anywhere, but get in while you still can. It's a great show, and I'm sorry to to see it go. Wah, wah. 
Colin, where are you at? Uh, I'm Colin. You can find me on the internet at Pagetish, P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H. I am currently private, but if you send me a follow request, I'll, I will most likely let you see my my feed of... Your Jehudis? Yeah, I'll let you see my Jehudis. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're private because they have Jehudi hidden within. Yeah. I've um, got to be able to post Jehudi on Maine, and that means I've got to be private right now, you know. <laughs> um, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, etc. at Maxie Bajillion. Um, aside from Pot of Greed, which Sarah mentioned. Did he mention Pot of Greed? No, I didn't. Aside of Pot of Greed, which Sarah didn't mention, you can also find me on uh, Slappers Only, Video Game Music Showdown podcast that I do with my friend Jordan. That's a Slappers Only pod. Um, and we have been Wow Cool Robot. You can find us on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. You can go to noisepace.xyz to find this and many more podcasts. And hey, we got a we got a new Twilight podcast coming up pretty soon. Uh, not in the people of pre it's called the Twihards, I believe, something like that. Um, good noise space is on there. It'll be on there. Um, non people appreciate Twilight because it whips ass. It goes mm. so hard. Twilight's yeah. so good. Do not at me. <laughs> the movies are very good, at least. I haven't I haven't partook of the books yet. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Listen, that know, first movie. The first one has vampire baseball in it, which is the single greatest thing to ever be invented by mankind. Yeah. <laughs> and it not it's not only that, but it also is set to muse the supermassive black hole. <laughs> you see, I think what the Twilight movies do is they kind of demonstrate that like heterosexuality is bad, but everyone goes, Wow, cool baseball. Yeah. Exactly. Wow, <laughs> wow cool baby. Yeah. Hey, did Ooh. you know did you know that Renesme Cullen was born on 9-11? I did know that it's, you know, it's part of our heritage. <laughs> I, said, I, I said that to Katie the other day and she didn't respond. I wonder why. Um, uh, Sarah. Yeah. What's the robot of the week? Oh, uh, uh, Bender from Futurama. Okay. Well, as we always say, um, <laughs> and in the words of Bender, our, our patron saint of the podcast, I guess. <laughs> um, war is bad. Wow! Hello, hello. All right. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> 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 <laughs>